What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, much of the province is under a blizzard warning, and we talk with Terry Lang at the weather office for the latest update on when the storm will blow in and out of the region. Right now in Regina, it's a nice day, overcast, and there's water on the streets, but it's supposed to turn pretty ugly pretty fast. Farm Credit Canada releases an outlook for 2022 and is optimistic about the year. Real Agriculture takes a look at very grain out of Saskatoon. We have an outlook from FarmLink Marketing Solutions on rising grain prices and an update on cattle prices, a look at upcoming farm seminars this week. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. A blizzard warning is in effect for much of southern Saskatchewan right now. Environment Canada meteorologist Terry Lang says the storm is moving west to east and is already being felt in western parts of the province. Conditions have already deteriorated quite a bit over west central areas. Uh, Kindersley, uh, Lloydminster, North Battleford, Meadow Lake already down uh, in visibilities with very, very strong winds. And we'll see those conditions deteriorate very quickly as it moves, the whole system moves eastward. That southwest corner, I think they're going to get more wind than snow, but we could see wind gusts in excess of 90 kilometers per hour. And if you have another you know, a centimeter or two of fresh snow, that could really blow around. But the vast majority of the blizzard conditions are going to be more through that alley from Kindersley down through Regina, down to that southeast corner around Estevan. Those will probably be the worst conditions. And we'll see those things start to really deteriorate as the day progresses. How much snow? Depends on where you are. 
Uh, Northern grain belt will probably get the most. Uh, looks like about five to eight centimeters. A little farther north, you could get even uh, upwards of 10 to 15. Uh, the further south you go, the less snow that you, you're going to get just because of the way the, the system is tracking. And these uh, Alberta clippers don't often give a lot of snow in the lower, in the warm sector, as we call it, or the, the areas to the south. So maybe only a couple centimeters towards the U.S. border. When will the storm blow out of Saskatchewan? For the most part, it should be out of the area by um, the morning time, but I still think there's going to be some uh, wind in that southeast corner, so I, th- I still think there's going to be some blowing snow issues lingering over that southeast corner for the better part of Tuesday morning. What's the outlook for the rest of the week? It looks like it's, we're going to get into that colder air again, Arctic air, so we may even see some extreme cold warnings out again, probably by Thursday morning. And then it's going to try and warm up on the weekend, but not all the weather models agree on the warm-up, so we'll kind of keep an eye on that. And there may be another weather system moving through uh, Friday night into Saturday. Now, I realize it may require almost a crystal ball, but what's the rest of February going to look like and into the spring? Well, the forecast for February uh, is, uh, because it's a La Nina winter, it's calling for above-average precipitation, which is good news for the farmers, but below-average temperatures. So uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition for the spring. So we're going to call that February, March, April, so not really the spring because technically spring is March, April, May. It's calling for sort of... uh, a better chance of it being slightly warmer than average and slightly above uh, average precipitation. But again, you know, these long-range models kind of educated guessing and our skill in it isn't that great. Is it going to be another drought year? That I would never say either way, ever. (laughs) Terry Lang is a meteorologist with Environment Canada. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca Regina-based Farm Credit Canada is painting an optimistic picture for grain farming in 2022. FCC economist Craig Clemmer says inflationary pressures and trade tensions will need to be monitored, but he remains positive about the coming year. Well, demand for Canadian grains, oilseeds and pulses have been extremely strong um, over the past year. You know, if we just kind of look at export volumes are 11% higher for the 2020-2021 crop year uh, as compared to 2019-2020 crop year. Strong export demand has also supported these higher prices for Canadian producers. If we just kind of look at the aggregate, oilseed prices were nearly 30% higher in 2021 compared to 2020, and grain prices were 20% higher uh, compared to a year ago. So, you know, that's some of the positive stories when we look at it. Global production of corn, soybeans, and wheat, they're expected to increase in 2022. You know, these high prices are going to help fix its own problem. Um, This will increase global supplies and cause producer prices to decline somewhat. With the global economy recovering and demand for vegetable oil is increasing for both food and fuel, that's going to continue to support opportunities for, for Canadian producers for those export markets. The combination of the strong demand, higher prices, uh, has contributed significantly stronger farm revenue. You know, if we look at where we are right now, we're forecasting that 
overall cash receipts will be roughly 20% higher than 2020 and reach close to $29 billion in 2021. So, you know, this is largely driven by these high prices, strong producer deliveries through the first half of the year and and good production that we move forward. Obviously, we're going to see some softening in producer deliveries in 2022 and see some declines overall as we move forward. But this is largely a a product of that lower lower supply uh, of product to move. Domestically, Canadian canola crushers and livestock producers don't have sufficient supply to meet some of these current demands. So when we think about canola exports, you know, we're expecting those to be about half of the levels that we we have roughly half of last year's levels and domestic use will, you know, decline nearly 20%. We have shortages of feed, uh, primarily barley for cattle and hogs in Western Canada. And this is leading to, you know, strong imports of corn into Western Canada to help backfill that. So, you know, we look at this story overall and, and, you know, it's kind of a bit of a mixed bag. You know, he's talked about market access as well. And, you know, when we, you know, moving forward, I don't think we'll see a lot of change in that portfolio right now. And really is, you know, if we think about the reduction in domestic supply, the urgency in trying to access these markets and and all the things that are happening right now, this just isn't likely going to be a huge priority uh, in the short term and and don't see a lot of movement on those uh, market access constraints uh, in 2022. FCC's as farm cash receipts rose 12% in 2021. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Hey, Kara Ustros here with realagriculture.com. I am here today at the Western Canadian Crop Production Show in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And I have here with me Ken Jackson, who is the CEO of Veragrain. How's it going today? It's going great. That's great. So we're here today to talk about some of the updates you guys have done recently to the Veragrain system. Do you want to tell me a bit about what those are? Yeah. So uh, a couple of things since we introduced the, the product at the last live crop production show. Uh, the, a big uh, big update to um, the Veragrain app. Um, and so there's a lot more uh, sort of information uh, management that we're doing. But we've, we've really made it easy for growers to uh, take grain samples, track those samples, and and you know with with a goal of, of uh, getting a more representative sample uh, and being able to share that information and manage that information uh, easily with labs and buyers. And so our whole goal here is, has been to to provide a a really simple solution for tracking grain quality and quantity as it goes into and out of storage. So the big updates, um, I guess, first of all, on on the app, um, is that we initially were tying together a, a, an automated, fully automated sampling system, which uh, is in the booth here, uh, with the app. And we realized that most people are using a scoop on a stick, and, and if, if you're paying attention, you can do a great job with a scoop on a stick. So we've, we've sort of embraced that and said, well, look, let's, let's add a feature to the app that helps you take a better sample with a scoop on a stick. So... We've done that, and sort of the short version of that is your phone beeps and vibrates when it's time to take a sample. Uh, and so the information you put into the app based on the, the size of the sample container and the volume you're sampling um, determines the sampling interval. So, for example, seven, every 75 seconds, uh, something like that. So, so that's a, you know, kind of allows 
anyone and everyone to to utilize Veragreen uh, just with it using a scoop on a stick. Now, if you want to sort of step up to the fully automated system, um, the latest model we've introduced is uh, our uh, what we call our intake sample extractor module, and it goes on the intake of, of a, a, um, a swing auger or on a, a, a conveyor, so as opposed to the original model, which went on the discharge. So on the big augers, having a, a sampler out on the end of the auger just doesn't make sense. So now we have one that, that is very universal and works on the intake of the auger. Uh, so. Those are uh, a couple of key things. Uh, I guess I just a third one I'd add is we've just um, started opening up our, our lab portal. So if you want to get um, uh, a, a, a test done on your, your sample, uh, you can just push a button on the app that connects you to um, a, a, any testing lab. We've got several that are in our, our portal, and then you can interact very easily with the lab to get your tests done, and then that information comes right back onto the, the record, um, and then that record can be shared with your, your buyers with a, with a, a, you know, a certified uh, test. And the labs they connect you to, are they across Western Canada, or where, where are they located? Sure, so the, the first lab we've got set up is SGS, which is the biggest lab globally. Um, and we're in the process of setting up uh, others, uh, Cotecna and, and Intertech and 2020C labs. Um, so yeah, we ultimately we want to provide the grower with access to, uh, you know, whatever lab they feel like uh, uh, dealing with, and they can access that through the uh, through the portal uh, and, and manage that physical sample uh, along with the uh, 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 along with the digital. Component. I should mention too, one of the we did this fall. We did pilots with about 40 growers in Canada and the U.S. Um, and, uh, and and very successful. The app and the system worked very reliably. Uh, a lot of good comments back. But a couple of them that came back were uh, the, the growers really liked the discipline that the app brought to sampling. So even though you know they wanted to do a good job with or without rare grain, uh, they just said you know with that phone beeping and vibrating. You know, it, it reminded them to take a sample. Uh, the other thing is they really like the barcoding on the pails and the bags because it eliminates, you just don't have to write anything down. Everything is, is all very easy to, uh, to, to track. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Cloudy today, 30% chance of flurries early this afternoon. There is a blizzard warning. Snow and blowing snow this afternoon. Risk of freezing rain early this afternoon. Wind southwest 20, becoming northwest 50, gusting to 80 late this afternoon. The high zero, with temperature falling to minus 9 this afternoon. Wind chill minus 20 this afternoon. The blizzard is expected to end near midnight. Then 2 to 4 centimeters of light snow. The low, minus 19. Wind chill minus 20 tonight, minus 31 overnight. Risk of frostbite. Tuesday, cloudy, 30% chance of light snow early in the morning, then partly cloudy. Blowing snow early in the morning, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. 
Temperatures steady near minus 18. Wind chill near minus 33. The low minus 25 for Tuesday. Wednesday, sunny, the high minus 20, the low minus 28. Thursday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 13, the low minus 26. Friday, increasing cloudiness, the high minus 13, the low the same, minus 13. Saturday, cloudy, the high minus 10, the low minus 16. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 7. Normal high is minus 9, the normal low is minus 21. The sun rose at 8.35 this morning, it sets at 5.49 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now, Cornac in the southern part near the border at plus 5. The cold spot up north, Uranium City, minus 24. Estevan, plus 1. Saskatoon, minus 4. Swift Current, minus 3. Weyburn, plus 4. Yorkton is minus 6. Regina, cloudy and plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 26. Humidity is 74%. The barometric pressure is dropping. It's at 99.3. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, plus three. Winds are from the southwest at 31. Once again, Regina, cloudy and two. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Grain markets are reflecting a lot of uncertainty this winter. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Chief Market Analyst Neil Townsend expects wheat prices could rise another 50 cents to $1 a bushel because of ongoing strong demand. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is there's just a lot of uncertainty and volatility in the market. And, you know, for the wheat market, a lot of uh, wheat exports are concentrated in uh, the Black Sea region. And obviously with the tensions between Russia, mostly Russian tensions towards uh, Ukraine, I think there's a great amount of uncertainty there. Fundamentally, I think the wheat market is is well supported. I mean, there's it's pretty tight. There's strong demand. It's sort of inexplicable that it's that it's maybe sold off as far as it has sold off. But that's mostly just spring wheat. Spring wheat's kind of come down further than uh, you know Chicago wheat or the softer wheats. They've they've held up a little bit better. But I I think there's another wave of demand that's yet to come, and that wave of demand is going to start to uh, increase the price. How much? Well, I mean, that's a hard thing to say. The world was also digesting a relatively large crop from Australia and even a fairly good crop from uh, Argentina. But, I mean, I think that there's probably, you know, 50 cents to a dollar upside in, uh, in, you know, farm gate prices for wheat. Uh, Per bushel. Now, what about the canola? How does it look? Well, I mean, again, I think the circumstances on canola are are quite beneficial right now. Like the big story in the in if we just wanted to talk about fundamentals without talking about geopolitics is the situation in South America. The South American crop is being uh, you know hurt by extended periods of drought and extreme heat, and that goes for three countries in particular: Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay. And that, I'm talking about oil seeds. I'm talking about soybeans. And I mean, the losses there 
you know, the USDA took them down in the WASDE report in January, but the losses are probably somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 25 million tons, more than what the USDA is currently forecasting. And I think that's very supportive of the broader oil seed market. And, you know, we already have a very, very short, tight supply of canola and any reduction in overall oil seeds that are available for trade in the world is just going to heighten the value of canola. And then, you know, there's other factors going on in the canola market as well. We've got tight supplies of palm oil. We've got, you know, an energetic uh, biodiesel market, uh, an encouragement to sort of make more of that. So, you know, a lot of uh, the things that are happening are, are supportive of canola. So I, I think canola prices have upside as well. Any idea how much upside? Well, it's hard to say, but I mean, I'd say at a bare minimum, I'd say, you know, a, a dollar to even $2 per bushel. Want to give an outlook on pulses? Well, pulses are in a little bit of a sort of a slower period at the moment, mostly related to just, you know, there seems to be, you know, demand is quiet, I guess is the best way we term it. Now, looking at the overall sort of supply and demand balance sheet for Canada, very, very tight we expect there to be more demand. All of the crops have been having some problems with supply chain issues. So, you know, getting the, the containers that you'd need for some of the pulses has been harder than it should be. And that's been a prolonged period of time throughout the year. But we do expect demand to start to pick up. And, and again, the demand will hit into a Canadian supply that is very tight due to the drought that we had last year. Where are prices headed? Well, we think prices are going to firm up, but we do think that there's been enough sort of slowish period of demand for pulses that, you know, prices have to claw back to where they were, and it might be difficult to get above where they were pre-Christmas. Neil Townsend is market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Recent trade agreements are being credited for an increase in Canadian beef exports. Fawn Jackson is the Director of Policy and International Relations with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Beef exports were up in volume uh, by 22% and 39% in value from January to November. So even though we don't have the full year data all the way to December, I can tell you that we are hitting a new, uh, a new record uh, this year. We've been hitting them since 2016. And that's truly because we have been putting these building blocks in place. So if you look at the Canada Korea free trade agreement, you know, in 2015, and then CETA in 2017 with the EU, and then CPTPP that came into force in 2019, you know, Kusma that sort of kept the North American engine going. Canada is looking at new market development with the Indonesia topping the list. You know, Indonesia is perhaps maybe a little bit like, you know, Vietnamese market in terms of, you know, not a big market today for Canadian beef. But could it be in, in the future? And, and certainly, you know, that's something uh, that we look at. And, and they also are uh, a market for meat and bone meal. Um, so, you know, they have about a five low tariff. They have a 5% tariff there. So we focused on removing that. 
but then also focused on the the some of the logistics of trade. So as um, you know, they require halal, making sure that there really is a path forward uh, for approving halal slaughter from Canada to be able to export to Indonesia. One challenge right now, though, is China. China stopped imports following an atypical BSE case in Alberta late last year. Jackson says it's the usual method of response for China. You know, they did that for other markets. They've done it for Brazil and and Ireland. So, you know, not entirely uh, unexpected, but hopefully it does clear up uh, quickly. And, And I would say that even though some of the most complex pieces of the Canada-China relationship, uh, you know, we've put perhaps hopefully behind us. It's not a relationship that is as smooth as perhaps it has been in the past. And so it's not something that we would expect to resolve our trade challenges immediately. But, you know, we are a very steady producer for the Chinese market and, uh, you know, a very trusted market as well. So, you know, I, I think that our importance uh, is also understood, and uh, as is their importance uh, to us. Vaughn Jackson is the Director of Policy and International Relations with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Virtual meetings are a way for producers to gather valuable information from the comfort of their home. Patty Soladuka with the Northeast Branch of the Saskatchewan Institute of Agrologists says their annual Ag Update, usually held in Melfort, will be a virtual event with three morning sessions starting February 1st. That's tomorrow. Again, you know, we've had to consider all our options and we've decided to go virtual again this year. So um, having said that, though, we've still got a great lineup of speakers um, scheduled for three days and that way people can take it in um, whenever they have time. On the first day, we've got Josh Linville speaking about uh, Fertilizer Outlook for 2022. He kind of has a broad overview of how the world impacts um the fertilizer pricing here in North America. He'll kind of give farmers a better insight on why prices may be where they're at this spring and what happened over the winter. So Duca says that first session will focus on fertilizer prices. Ryan Brook with the Canadian Wild Pig Research Project will be the featured speaker February 2nd. And he's going to talk about uh, how invasive the wild pig population has been in our area. I don't think people realize um, how important and um, it's something we need to be aware of and start thinking more about. So he's going to talk to people about what they can see and what we're looking at with that population in, in our area here. On February 3rd, Dr. Jeff Shonow will focus on fertility issues after a drought. Lots of people are wondering, you know, what did I have left from last? fall? Did my crop use everything during the year? Um, and Jeff will just touch on, you know, what we can, what we ex- expect to see coming out of a drought and kind of what maybe our fertilizer usage sh- we can think about for the spring coming up. Um, and then following Jeff on February 3rd, we have Bri- Brianne McKenna speaking uh, from NARF and she's going to kind of give us an update on, you know, what, what they're planning for this year, how things went for them last year. Participants can register for this free event in advance at agupdate.ca. Sessions begin at 9 a.m. each day. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years, see Nelson GM today. 
Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for canola fell 830 at 95302. One red spring wheat went down 374 at 42343. The rest were unchanged. Durham 68936. Feed barley 37737. Flax 127178. Lentils 88750. Oats 471.53, yellow peas 629.22, and feed wheat 261.65. At Minneapolis, March spring wheat fell 11.5 cents at 908 and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn 842-4574. Now, the latest quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swiftcard. 600 head on offer last week with cows selling steady to $3 higher. Good cows. D1 and 2 cows for 75 to 85 odds. Sale to 90. D3, 4 cows, 65 to 75. Bulls, 95 to five. Good bred cows were fourteen to seventeen hundred. Good bred heifers fifteen to nineteen hundred. Got a yearling sale this Thursday at nine thirty in the morning. Fifteen hundred good yearlings on offer. This has been Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swiftcart. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold fifty two hundred hogs Friday, selling a range of one eighty five to two hundred nine per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 8,300 head, selling in a range of 186 to 207 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, January 29th are Oli West 2020, 174.90, Oli West 2021, 192.50, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 181.42, Hams Cash, 179.42, Thunder Creek Brick Co., 174.26, High Life Cash, 193.78, High left contract, $204.53 per CKG. Half's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down 38 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2772. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.73 cents U.S. Daily U.S. cash prices are higher to start marketing week 4 of 2022, with all regions posting values higher than their prior day reference. Despite daily variability in the regions, the trend remains higher to start the new year, with some regions venturing into record-breaking territory for their respective marketing weeks. At 2.546 million head, last week's slaughter was the second highest for 2022, a 6% and 4.3% below 2020 and 2021, respectively. It will be a challenge to approach the higher level seen in the prior two years with the ongoing labour challenges experienced in the meatpacking sector, but it was interesting to note that last week's kill did outperform what the USDA's December Hogs and Pigs report implied would be available, as well as the three-year average of 2019's levels for the same marketing week. Lean hog futures starting the week off on an upward note, but the daily action remains choppy to start the morning session despite biasing higher. The June, July, and August contracts are all above the psychological $100 US 100 weight level, with June and July above $106 100 weight. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the resource report. Brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The Saskatchewan government is providing $100,000 to support humanitarian aid in Ukraine. Legislative Secretary for Ukraine Relations Terry Dennis says nearly 129,000 Ukrainians have chosen to call Saskatchewan home and have made this province a better place to live. The donation goes to the Ukrainian Canadian Congress for Humanitarian Relief. 
The Canadian Mental Health Association in Saskatchewan has outlined a new support for those seeking help. The Mentally Safe Minecraft server is a game-based server that provides a fun and safe online environment. The program offers three worlds, including mini-games, creative and survival world, while offering a Discord chat group. These platforms offer mental health worker support and in-game helplines for participants. As online gaming has increased in popularity over the decade, the Mental Health Association, along with sponsors, the Rough Riders Foundation and RBC Foundation, will use the method to reach an extended audience and provide people with trustworthy and professional information. On the markets, the TSX is up 238 points to 20,980. The Dow has risen 135 points to 34,860. Oil is up 67 cents to 87.49 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 51 hundredths of a cent at 78.79 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive pre-emergent herbicide.